1: Are you listening? 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 Are you listening?
0: Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Hey everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends and maybe a guest sit down and talk about some music for a little bit. Uh, I am Scott, I'm here with my friend Brand. Brand, how are you today? I'm fine, but I'm not the most important person in the room right now. The guest. I mean, we're all in separate rooms, so the guest, maybe... The not the guest, I will say the co-host. This isn't the, a guest, this is a co-host. The co-co-host? Yeah, sure, if you want to keep him down <laughs> or wrong, I guess. Keep him under your boot heels. Well, I mean, he kind of has to be because then the the relationship would not work correctly oh i wouldn't know anything about that (laughs) i wouldn't know anything about a parent treating their child like a friend more than a son i wouldn't know anything about that no you have no idea sounds very foreign (laughs) to me i don't know anything about that we here at the are you listening podcast have taken on a guest for this episode because when this episode comes out it will be this young man's birthday week. Everybody, Happy birthday. welcome my son, Lucas. Hello. Hello. AKA Big Luke. Big Luke. Or Big Luke Dog. Or BLD. Or.
1: BLD. That makes me sound like a sandwich.
0: <laughs> so you don't want to be a sandwich?
1: Eh, maybe not a sandwich. Unless it's a good bacon lettuce.
0: What would D be? be- Uh, Danish it's on a Danish it's on a Danish bacon lettuce on a a dish just on a dish so it's not (laughs) a sandwich
1: (laughs) no that's just a pile of meat that's an open face
0: that's a a salad that's keto friendly it's a keto friendly BLT I know no we're moving past keto (laughs) we're not doing this while we are off the rails let's bring us back uh, we are here with my friend, with my friend Brand and my son Lucas. Uh, <laughs> did you just almost call your son your friend? I Totally, <laughs> that was fucked up. God, we just we just had a conversation about you can be friendly with your kids, but yeah, you got to lay that hammer down. You got to roll with an iron fist. Yeah, he is. No, I can't do it. He's, you, he's too you, good. You told me he's already he's already being grounded for his performance here today.
1: Wait, I'm already grounded.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm already grounded. Uh, no, you're not grounded. You're a good kid. Thank i you. love you i love you thank you for being on the show you're gonna do that at the end save it till the end it can get i tell him get... i tell him that all the time <laughs> but we're here because lucas wanted to recommend a record for you to listen to this week second time Six. second time it's it's gonna be an annual thing it seems like and he's batting a thousand currently <laughs> currently yes uh his one record the van weezer record that you listened to was uh, a throne for weezer from you yeah Yeah, I mean, given I didn't listen to a lot of other Weezer, but I didn't see a lot of other Weezer doing what that record did to me. Right. So we're here, and this time, Lucas, you want to tell
1: them what uh, you had Brian to listen to? I gave Brandon Goldfinger's The Knife. Yes, The Knife. By the band Goldfinger. I was
0: familiar with Goldfinger in so much as obviously I knew Superman. Superman. Giant yeah. hit. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Any any Goldfinger songs on Tony Hawk? Any Goldfinger songs on Punkoramas up to like nine, I would say. Yeah, there was probably a few. And then more recently, being more familiar with uh John Feldman's writing with Blink One A Two and The Used and Everybody. Kind of a, every He's other band. Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I have some theories on John Philman I will be sharing within the notes of the album rundown. Oh, that's fun. Well, let's get into the notes about Goldfinger, the band that he formed from Los Angeles, California in 1994. In their early years, the band was considered a contributor to the movement of the third wave of ska. Here we go. Yeah, here we're on our waves again. I'm not. I can't dive into waves of ska right now. I'm still. Tr- I'm still reeling from our waves of punk a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I can't. for real. I can't. It's wild. It's wild. The third wave of ska was a mid 1990s revitalization in the popularity of ska. However, in the band's later years, the band shed most of their ska influence and have been more commonly placed in the punk genre. I think so. I also think though it's it's wild, and this will be brought up again when we get into the 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 actual album itself. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the ska feels like a supporting character more than a main character, at for least sure. in this album and a, yeah. a lot of the Goldfinger I've heard. I mean, don't get me wrong, Superman's horns blare. But, yeah, yeah, but it it feels like more of a side character. It's not the main character of the band. Yeah, there's a few less horns nowadays than there used to be in Goldfinger's discography. Yeah, it's definitely more of a seasoning and like a piece of parsley on the side of your dish now, as opposed to the steak that's on the plate. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Goldfinger was formed by John Feldman on vocals and guitar, Simon Williams on bass, Darren Pfeiffer on drums, and Charlie Paulson on guitar. After multiple lineup changes over time, Feldman told Smash Magazine in 2010 that a new EP or possible full-length album was quote-unquote in the works. In 2015, Feldman did an interview with Fuse, noting that the band's future largely amounts to the occasional tour. We'll probably release a song or two, but I don't know if we're going to release albums anymore. We play the same songs we've always done. So that was in 2015. And by, I'd say 20, you say this band formed what? 90? 90, 94. 94. Yeah. So, yeah, 94 to 2015, you, you're kind of a legacy act and you are just playing the same songs. Exactly. That's what he was getting. I think that's what he was getting towards. It was just, you know, we are playing Superman every show. And that came off of our first record. I think there's some bands out there that I mean, the legacy bands just play the fucking hits. I don't feel i Lucas, Big Luke. I know you don't mind the language, but I'm gonna try to <laughs> gonna try to calm it down. But it's rough sometimes for me. I don't know why.
1: I mean, it's fine. It's not like I've never heard it before. I know that, but it still doesn't feel
0: right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Picture me trying to walk around this house and not swear because I'm influential to a young mind. <laughs> but again, he's 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 heard it. Uh, yeah. But but I understand that. I understand the thing. Whatever. What was I saying? Legacy bands. There are definitely some legacy bands that I think, I mean, just play it. Don't don't play. I, I don't want to hear a B side. I don't care about your rare B sides that nobody's heard. Play your hits. Get it done. I don't care about your new shit. There's definitely a lot of bands out there that are like that, that I think could learn something from John Feldman saying we're not making new music. Doesn't matter. Right. But after that, he put out like two more records. <laughs> Three. Yeah. And I, I have a theory on where this record itself came from. Also, when we get to it. Okay. On July 21st, 2017, Goldfinger released their full-length album, The Knife, this record we listened to. The band at the time, consisting of only original member John Feldman on vocals and guitar, MXPX bassist and vocalist Mike Herrera on bass and backing vocals, Moon Valjean, also known as former Story of the Year guitarist Philip Sneed on guitar and backing vocals, as well as Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker on drums. I knew that. I, okay. I didn't know that, but yeah. I knew that. Like yeah. listening, listening to this record, the drums, you can, you can hear it. You knew something special was going on. Oh yeah. The drums. Yeah. Those drums went nuts a couple times. So basically the, this is a super group version of Goldfinger and they, I imagine that, that arrangement of the band didn't tour together. I'm just throw I'm just taking a wild guess. I I know Mike Herrera does tour with Goldfinger. Like he's currently touring with them right now. He's a, he's a solid part of them. What I'm getting at is essentially Goldfinger became Toto. Isn't Toto the band that was only session musicians? Yeah. They're only like the biggest session musicians in the world. And they all got together and made that record. Isn't that who I'm thinking of? I I don't know. I I don't know. I'm, Very lacking on my Toto knowledge. I I think it's Toto. I think it was all session musicians that just like put a record out together. Gotcha. And that's what this sounds like. Because they all got together and they were just like, yeah, you know, we all got bands, but let's just hop in the studio and do something. And I love that idea. I love it. I'm a fan. Especially I'm a big fan of Mike Herrera. I've always been a big MXPX guy. And having him join Goldfinger was amazing news to me. I'm, I'm a big fan. MXPX were on my radar, but never. I've never ventured to find one of their records they were they're part of my uh punk rock trinity
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh so i've i've been a fan since 96 97 somewhere around there late 96 early 97 well that's the notes i have for goldfinger in this record because i have the notes about what was released and our, our charts and everything but we have two people to talk about well we have three people to talk about track by tracks so Let's jump into these Billboard charts, and then we'll jump into the record. Sounds good. We have the Billboard 200, week of July 22nd, 2017. Coming in at number five, Ed Sheeran with Divide. I've never been an Ed Sheeran guy. Yeah. Like, ever? I don't even know if I've liked a, a feature of Ed Sheeran.
1: I've just never- I only know of a few of his songs.
0: Yeah, probably nothing off of Divide. Is Divide the white and black cover? It's the blue one with the the division symbol in it. Okay. yeah, It's blue and white with the black division symbol, I think. I may have listened to that record then. Ooh. But I don't think it did anything for me. I think that's the thing. I I think I tried. I think I tried Ed Sheeran, and it just wasn't up my alley. That wasn't it? Probably more up your alley than mine, Scott. His first one was, I kind of liked his first one, but then he got too popular. Weird. Weird. Yeah. I heard he's putting out a rap album. No 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 100 no, I, I i mean oof. maybe i'm here actually i don't know i don't know if i could say because i don't know if it's true but i heard some maybe they said it jokingly that he actually fancies himself like a freestyle rapper like he thinks he's a freestyle he thinks he can freestyle well i don't know if he can oh, wow. maybe he can no idea maybe I he can you, i mean he, he some of his songs were kind of rap-ish is the market there for a ed sheeran Ooh, hip-hop record <laughs> i don't know it might be I think, it might bring more teeny bop girls to the hip-hop genre they got drake for that no they do have drake for that i don't know i don't i don't know if the market's there for it i have no idea that's a let's hope not i could see it i could see it being one of those situations (laughs) where every track is a giant feature it would have to be i think like a mega feature yeah he'd have to have people on there to try and combine but could could you imagine him calling like t-pain and being like hey we're going to do a hip-hop record, and then him telling T-Pain, no, 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 I'm going to do the rapping, you do the hook. I think it's funny that you think T-Pain is a huge feature. T-Pain is a giant feature. In so. 2023? Money? Yeah, I would say nah. so. I'm, I'm going to say for track quality-wise. Maybe not like what he's charging, maybe not how many features he's doing, maybe even not heat right now, but he will always put out solid, solid tracks. I just don't see him pulling much of an audience with a t-pain feature i wasn't saying it was a t-pain ed sheeran record i'm just saying he's on one of the tracks i thought about <laughs> i was trying to think of a, an r&b type guy who also can rap who ed sheeran have just said it was drake. all for the bit you just said drake a minute ago but drake's a given drake's gonna be on that record Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a given we don't even need to talk about him in that manner because if if Also, if Drake's on it, it's going to be number one on the fucking billboard charts, period. So, right. That's what I'm saying. He needs that. Coming into number four, we have Imagine Dragons with Evolve. That's not their first one, I'm guessing. No, I don't think it is. I will reveal, and I think think I've said it before, I liked that first record. I liked the first Imagine Dragons record. Yeah, I did too. The one with Radioactive on it. Then somehow, somehow, they became the biggest band in the world. I don't know what happened. But and then everybody like, hated them but that's being said but I think they're the highest selling band in the past decade probably I mean they're they're pretty giant and uh we have somebody on the show that's been to an imagine dragons concert
1: yeah my friend AC took me to see a uh, their concert and I didn't really know many of their songs I just know knew a few of them like radioactive and thunder
0: the how was the show though how was it
1: it was actually really good.
0: They were entertaining?
1: Yeah. There was a lot of smells.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that's just being in the area you were for that concert on well, the hill. In my head, that out. also could mean a lot of things. Oh <laughs> no, he's he he knows he knows. I I know the smells he's talking about, but I'm mm-hmm. also thinking there might be some weird smells in my head at an Imagine Dragon show to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> a lot I of the there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely some weird cologne, and then a lot of people that maybe need some cologne. Yeah, I imagine that too. I don't know. Who am I to judge an Imagine Dragons fan, though? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Everything I've heard after that first record kind of sounded like the first record, but it didn't do anything for me. I haven't heard anything after that first record except for what's ever been on the radio. I haven't spun that first record since then, and I'm, I kind of don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it again and then just like realize how much I don't like it now. (laughs) Yes, like I'd like to keep it in my head where yeah, I like that record. That's that's where I'm at, and I'm yeah, I'm maybe I should get rid of the records. I don't I don't have the urge, (laughs) (laughs) so you can't you don't have the temptation. Yeah, coming in at number three, we have Kendrick Lamar with "Damn" at number three. It must have been out for a while at this point. That's 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 it on the on the billboard for 12 weeks at that point. Yeah, that's three months up there. Yeah. That checks out. Coming in number two, we have Calvin Harris with Funk Wave Bounces volume one. I know the name. I could not do $1, you million dollars. I Yeah, I know the name. I don't think I've ever listened to his music, but he's definitely been on f- featured on things I've listened to. I've never heard that name before in my life, and I saw it above Kendrick, and I was like, what the heck? I think he did things with um, Ellie Goulding, and I like okay. Ellie Goulding a lot. So I, I think don't that's know her at all. Yeah, that's where you would know a song by her if I could pull it. Sure. But I can't right now. (laughs) But she had a big song. It might have been around this time, actually. Okay. Well, coming in at number one, it's second week on the Billboard charts. DJ Khaled with Grateful. Oh, man. What is the track list on that? I need to to look that up. Oh, this is the cover with his baby in a hot tub. You should be doing that. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> shouldn't be in hot tubs. No, they're not supposed to be. I don't think. Okay. I mean, as we do anytime we talk about a record from DJ Khaled, let me just throw out names because yeah. obviously he's a DJ. He puts these records together. Let me just throw out some names that are on here: Young Thug, Rick Ross, Two Chains, Lil Wayne, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, Travis Scott, Migos, Rihanna, Bryson Tiller, Travis Scott, Nas, Raekwon, Fat Joe, Beyonce, Jay Z, Nicki Minaj, Future, Pusha T, Jada Kiss, Kodak Black, Gucci Mane, Big Sean. I mean, it's just unreal. It's unreal yeah. what he does. Everybody big in 2017 was on that record. Yeah. I got a couple other records that came out that we might appreciate further down the list. Coming in at number six, actually, one I know you enjoyed. Okay. Two Chains, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. <laughs> Dude, I always love Two Chains. <laughs> I know you were just spinning one earlier this morning. Two Chains, super underrated. Underrated lyricist, underrated vibe. The only issue that I could run into with Two Chain sometimes is sometimes he's just so out of pocket. He'll oh, yeah? say he'll just say some shit, and I'm just like, you, you can't say that. Like you can't say that, and it's not even in like a bad <laughs> or offensive way. It's yeah. just in a like, how did you think to put those words like that right. to make it mean that? It's yeah. insane. You, I mean, I think you're getting a Two Chain record at some point. Yeah, you said you were going to give me one eventually. I think I think I narrowed down what one is going to be too. Oh, there we go. Foreshadowing, folks. Uh, Got one that I know all three of us have listened to and possibly own physically, all three of us. Coming in at number 16, 93 weeks on the Billboard charts, the original Broadway cast recording of Hamilton. Yep, I do own that one. (laughs) Wait, do you two own, both own a copy of that? Yep. Yeah. That's too much, guys. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: he has his own record cor- collection, and I have mine. That's just true. There's so many
0: records, though. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, if I, I, I wish I had somebody in my house that I could be like, here, take mine. Because I think it's ugly on the shelf. I don't like the way it fits on the shelf. Because it's so even, big? Even Yeah, even if I put it with other box sets, I don't like the way it looks. I, Why? Let's be honest. I don't like want the any Hamilton box record? sets. I don't want any box sets. I got that Garth Brooks box set. I want to take the records out of them individually. I hate box sets. Oh, wow. They sit, they sit on the fucking thing weird. <laughs> I, I guess I mean, this is me. This is a me thing. Not a like... It's not the record's fault. It's a Yeah, me no, it's you. Thing. Why does it sit weird? Because it stands straight up? Is that, that your so issue? Because it's so bad. It's so bad, and I have plastic bags that's nothing. yeah sleeve. it doesn't fit I, in any kind of sleeve i have sleeves on everything else on my shelf so yeah. when i put those on i'm like this is what it looks like <laughs> what are those the big knockoff lego blocks the duplos i mean they're not like they're yeah, like duplos, duplos, but yeah there's like a, yeah there's like a big knockoff lego that, that's what it feels like to me like you don't fit here you don't <laughs> be, you don't belong here i have one more 348 weeks on the charts. Linkin Park. Nah. Oh. Eminem's curtain call the hits. I feel like you're constantly baiting me to come at M. You're constantly baiting me to just <laughs> talk shit on Eminem. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it every episode. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I do that. I can't do it every episode. You're gonna bring me an M record at some point. I am. I have one that I'm I'm just waiting on the right time to bring you. I've only listened to the like his first two.
1: Yeah, I know. It's
0: going to gonna it. be it's going to be a later one. But uh I got the Billboard Hot 100 coming in at number 5, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. That's the big one. That's yeah, that's a big, big one. one. I'm I'm pretty sure that was off a divide. Yeah, I definitely listen yeah. to that record. I might have listened to that record because of that song. I th- I don't think I hate that song. I think that song's over- overplayed. Yeah. I think any Ed Sheeran single is overplayed cuz like once it comes out, it's all over the place. I think it's because he's so marketable. I think that's yeah. what it is. His sound is so marketable. They can put it in a car commercial, and they can put it before Anywhere. a basketball game. Like, they yeah. can do anything. At number four, we have Wild Thoughts. DJ Khaled featuring Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Does Bryson Tiller not sound like a country saint name to you? It sounds... Yeah, I I definitely think of a country singer when you say Bryson Tiller. And I guarantee he's not. He's an American singer and rapper. Yeah. A rapper? yeah exactly born in kentucky oh there it is why do i hear bryson tiller and immediately think country is there another similar guy that's country guy i have no idea maybe it's bryson maybe bryson's what does it could be Uh, number three that's what i like by bruno mars your boy i'm a big fan were you in for that track not that time but I'm, i'm a big early bruno mars fan and then silk sonic was amazing and you dropped off in the middle huh Yeah. Yeah. Right. When he uh, picked up in popularity, the fact that you recognize it should mean something like you should be able to get over that because you realize it. I probably should. But no, no, that's just me. I realized today that there's some of that in me, but only when it comes to certain genres of music. Sure. Like it. I've been trying to listen to new releases by artists that I've never heard of, just random stuff. And I'm getting a lot of like indie stuff. Sure. And I realized that I like them when I'm listening to them, but if I look into people's reactions and talking about it, like if I see a fan or somebody who's an anti fan, like hates it talking about it, yeah. I have a different opinion. Yeah. Like I, cause I'm just, I can go either way. You can either convince me it's amazing or you can convince me it's shit. I, it, right. It, it doesn't really, do you just much don't, yeah, you don't have your, uh, you don't have your flag planted yet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Coming in to number two, I'm the one. DJ Khaled featuring Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. Wild feature list. What a track. weird song. <laughs> I mean, also, if you want to sit back and imagine how much money that song costs to make, because I they can't all, imagine. They all have a quote for what yeah. they charge, they all get paid for it. 2017 Bieber? Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, Wayne. Wayne 2017 was not the Wayne that we had prior or now even. 2017 Wayne, I feel like, was just out in the ether. Was it maybe, yeah. was that when he was having all of his seizures and shit too? Who knows. Coming in at number one, we have Desposito, Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. I told you, we talked about that song before. I know. And I still don't know it. I know it. You know it? There you go. There you yeah,
1: go. I think in the third grade, our my Spanish teacher played it a- every day. That is too much
0: that <laughs> I think that timeline even checks out third grade. Yeah, that, that timeline. That's pretty close. Take your detective hat off, Scott. Quit trying to tell you a story and you're you're you got a magnifying glass. No, I, I mean, I was just saying, like, it checks out. That's good. Good call. I think it was the most streamed song on YouTube for a while, like the okay. most watched video. I think something beat it since then, but I don't know what it was.
1: I just didn't know Justin Bieber was the one that sang it.
0: Because Bieber's the feature. I think it is predominantly... A, who's the Spanish uh, artist on that, L- Scott? Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee. Yeah. They're, I think they're both huge Spanish artists. And Bieber on it is just what brought it to... Brought it to America. The States. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We got a couple other ones further down the list, like we usually do. Coming in at number 64... We have 1 800 273 8255 by Logic featuring Alicia Car- Cara and Khalid. I think that's the one time. <laughs> that's the one time that I liked Logic. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that song. Uh, I really liked that record too. I believe it was called Everybody. I like that record. It was a good record. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Bruno Mars is 5 5. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere it, because it's just it's on my like bruno mars is up on my screen and i looked over and it's like a giant marking like it says age and then right beside it height five five
1: five five
0: shorter than oh i thought that was a rating no five foot five lucas might be taller than bruno mars we love a short king right? i
1: don't think i'm five five yet
0: you're close bud shout out to all the short kings Uh, And then I have a run of songs on this list that you can probably tell me. I have five here on the list. If I list off three, I bet you could tell me who it is. Okay. Hit me with it. Element. Kendrick. There it is. (laughs) Element is at 96. Loyalty at 72. Love at 69. DNA at 42. And Humble at number six. Yeah, Humble was the big hitter off the record. My man had five hits on the Billboard 100 in the same week. He had five hits in the Billboard 100 three months after the record was out. Yeah. We got to look at that. We got to look at the the length that they've been on there. That's crazy. Yeah, Crazy. Okay. uh, Records came out July 2017. Here we go. What was I listening to? Here we go. This first one right here you were listening to. I'm in. Came out on the 7th. 21 Savage. The Issa album. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been listening to that for like three months now, It's just been in the rotation. <laughs> I may have just created a, a playlist that's 21, and it's just 21 Savage that I yeah. just throw on. That I, doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, big fan. Coming out on the 14th, we have French Montana with Jungle Rules. French Montana is a rapper. Yep. <laughs> I I had a feeling. I thought I recall you having an opinion about French Montana. I don't. I just don't get it. He has to be an incredible guy because yeah. everybody he works with keeps putting them on. Yeah. And I've never one time heard a French Montana feature or song and been like, "Wow, that's great." That's it. It's real it's real interesting. I even listened to his last mixtape and he's yeah. the worst part of it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> But, oh, I mean, he, do, he does what he does to get by, and it works. He just must be an amazing dude. That's the only thing it must be. I mean, it's a possibility. I hope so. Let's hope so. I hope he's uh, not, like, holding shit over people to get these right, right, Coming out on the 19th, we have Nine Inch Nails with the Add Violence EP. No, nothing about that. How deep does your knowledge of Nine Inch Nails go? Um, I had, we stole a CD book off somebody back in the day that had some Nine Inch Nails records in it, and we listened to them once in a while. Okay. <laughs> so I could safely bring you a Nine Inch Nails record and you wouldn't. Most likely. There's only okay. probably one that I've ever heard the whole way through, but I would have All to right. check which one that was. I might have you get back to me on which one that was. Okay. Because Nine Inch Nails are kind of big for me. Coming on on the 21st, we have Decrepit Birth with Axis Monday. I know you put that on there for me, but I did. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I I'm. I nope. missed it. Nope. nope. All right. Uh, also on the 21st in this moment with ritual. I remember in this moment. I don't think I listened to that record though. Okay. Uh, also on the 21st, we have Tyler, the creator with flower boy. I loved flower boy. Yeah. Flower boy was the one that turned him around and he became a different artist coming out of flower boy. That's when he became an artist and not just a rapper. I would say there's a lot of art in the character he is when he is the rapper. Like if you listen to Yonkers, no problem. Yeah. If you listen to Goblin, goblin was the record. Yeah. If, if you take it as he's playing that character, that is art. I think that is artis- okay. art, art, artistic shit. Cause we see him. He, I mean, we don't know if that's who he maybe was at one point, but he's such a comedic guy that, it, that the, the, the character he seemed to be on that was not the same. Yeah. It, it was like mean spirited. And uh, I mean, it was a goblin. He was playing a goblin. Sure, coming out on the twenty eighth, we have Alice Cooper with Paranormal. Wow, what was that? His twenty third record? It had to be up there. Two thousand seventeen, Alice Cooper, and he's still out there doing it. There he is. Twenty seventeen might have been when I saw Alice Cooper live. Maybe it was it. It was called the Halloween Hootenanny, and it was him and Rob Zombie. Jeez, the murder dolls opened. Oh wow. It's a wild show. Didn't he start a band with like Johnny Depp called American vampires or something like that? Hollywood vampires? Who? Alice Cooper. I have no idea. That is two dudes that I don't know what they're talking about together. Yeah, I'm pretty. I got to look this up now because what would they possibly crazy phone left off the hook? If we don't, what would Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper even talk about that? They're both lanky, weird dudes. (laughs) they're both into rock and roll rock and roll man i mean we know johnny depp's into alcohol but is he into rock and roll we know he's into partying so was alice cooper i'm sure but like alice cooper is just a golf guy now he's like 80 oh my gosh i'm guessing there's somebody else in the band joe perry from aerosmith is also in this band Joe Perry, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, and Tommy Henriksen. This sounds like the staying put Wilburys. Right. This sounds like one of those dumb Jack White projects that he would have done. Just invite his friends over to dick around and call it a band. Yeah, I don't know. But what a wild group of dudes. Especially if Alice Cooper's the one that assembled it. He's 80. Like, come on. I don't dude. know that he assembled it. I just know that he was, he's part of it. Okay. Also coming out on the 28th, we have Vic Mensa with the autobiography. I've only recently started listening to more Vic Mensa. Okay, I don't think I have, which is weird because I don't know why I would have put his name on this list if I didn't know him and you didn't yeah, say anything to me about him. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why you put it on there. <laughs> me neither. I don't think I don't think I've mentioned anything about Vic Mensa to you probably ever. Fantastic. Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about Goldfinger, the knife, released on Rise Records, July twenty first, two thousand seventeen. 13 songs, 39 minutes, 4 seconds. Brand, tell me how you felt about a million miles. million miles. Here we yeah. go. Start, record started off. Immediately, immediately yeah. off the bat of this. And now that I know it's Travis, a lot of this makes a lot of sense. Not even just the drums, which are clearly Blink-182 sounding drums because it is Travis. Yep. There's a bunch of tracks on here that sound mm-hmm. like Blink-182 tracks that they just didn't want for their album. So <laughs> Feldman was like, oh, all right, I wrote it. It's my song. And then he just <laughs> right. threw it in the record. I think, I honestly think that's the story for a bunch of these tracks. Like they were just either passed on by other bands or, you know, it was something he wrote that he can never quite pitch the right way to somebody. Sure. But tracks real good. It, there, there's, I feel like it's a rejected blink track. He had some horns to it. It becomes a Goldfinger track. Right. Lucas, how'd you feel about a million miles?
1: I liked it. I always get it confused with another one.
0: You confused A Million Miles with a different song?
1: Yeah, I, I confuse it with Beacon. I don't know why. I just always get those two mixed up. All right.
0: Moving on to Get What I Need. Yep. This Scott like intro is great. These horns aren't silly. These are real-life horns. These are fun horns. These aren't silly. Really? These are man horns? They're man horns. <laughs> uh, Feldman's pop hook writing is unreal. Like, the, the man can do anything with any words and make it sound catchy and poppy and fun. I, I don't know who rejected this, but it has to be a ska band because this feels more ska-centric. Well, let me tell you. Okay. They didn't reject it, but this song features guitars from Nate Albert of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> okay, so it is, it is a very ska-centric song, then. It 100% is. The horns aren't super silly. I already said that. But I think mm-hmm. what may separate this from the previous endeavors into Ska that we had on this podcast, the production on this is so crystal clean and clear and yeah. precise, as opposed to some other. When you get Ska, they let the horns ring out a little long, I think, for my taste. Okay. They're very quick and snappy and cut off on this. They don't really ring behind the whole track. I think that might be what made this not silly horns to me. That might be a, a Johnny thing. That That's that's possible.
1: Honestly, I feel like this one's more of a nostalgic sh- song for the people who wrote it. Because it s- says it was 30 years ago. So I oh, was thinking like as a kid.
0: You're talking about the, the lyrical content of it. Yeah. Gotcha. You don't even know what 30 years looks like right now. No, I don't. I I barely do. Let's just remember, Scott. You're you're significantly older than me. (laughs) I I would say significantly. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, you don't have to go that far. I mean, you're. We have two different cultures, just like your son and I have two different cultures. <laughs> Agreed, but there's a much bigger age difference between you and Lucas than you and me. Oh, no, Scott, you're significantly older than me. You're getting your ARP <laughs> cards in the mail. Wow, I'm a, I'm a spry young buck. I don't know. I don't know what you've been hearing. I'm a spry young buck. I never get sick. I'm never worried oh, about no. getting sick.
1: Yeah, not I ever. Wait, wait. <laughs> Brandon, how old are you? Forty-five.
0: Uh, hear me out. <laughs> no i'm I'm 32
1: oh okay
0: yeah i'm there's an yeah. eight year age difference between us yeah it's not it's not super significant at all <laughs> at all but, but, although, but eight years to him if was is,
1: 10, then i would say it's getting super significant
0: i mean eight years here's the difference eight years age-wise not that crazy eight years musically and culturally Insane. we found out pretty fucking different yeah Pretty crazy, which is also crazy that the amount of distance between you and your dad and you and I is also crazy, yeah yeah because it's a completely different culture, it's a completely different everything, like like we, we we can't even understand when we hear about how songs come out, like we can't understand how to find music now, like we, we don't understand how it would be to because it's all available, it's all out there it's always yeah,
1: there. yeah it's on the internet
0: yeah. Like Which, Lucas, you have no chance of having what do you had a musical trinity like I did. Yeah, no, it's definitely possible. It just not would. really because it would be more than three. No, here's the thing: Th- there would be three that he latches onto to create his trinity. There would just be a lot by the wayside that he heard that he didn't put in that trinity beforehand. Right, but he, he doesn't be- have like the financial. See, when when it was me, when I was riding my bike up to Harmony House, I only had so much money I could spend. Yeah. When you discover music now online, everything's free. You can hear it all on Amazon or, you know, even pull up records on YouTube and deal with a few, you know, ads every now and then. Yeah. But you don't have to have a physical copy of it in order to listen to anything now.
1: Yeah. It's mostly just all on my phone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Where when I was coming up, I had to, you know get my disc man out and play CDs if I was going anywhere. But what I'm trying to say is he's going to be more knowledgeable and have more music chops before he discovers his Trinity. Because once he discovers the Trinity, there's going to be so much stuff that he knows he doesn't like already. So he's not going to have a potential, a potential mediocre act be one of his Trinity until somebody replaces him. Like there's not going to be a band that he discovers like, this is great. And then realizes that, Oh, this is just mediocre, and then somebody else swings in there because he well, can find out immediately if my he likes trinity it. never changed. It's just the first punk bands I listened to. Like I don't put them above other bands or anything. It's just these three CDs I picked up all on the same day. I'm just curious if you picked up yeah, say you picked up 14 CDs that day. Yeah. And you would have whittled down your Trinity to be more personal almost. But that's as what I'm saying. To just like random. I didn't have that possibility. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I don't know why we're talking to each other like we're arguing, because I think we're all on the same page. I think we're all talking about the exact same thing, and somehow we're arguing. I don't know uh, I don't know. That's what we're doing. It's a tiff. We're having a tiff. It's a little dust up. A little dust up. We're going to have to an after show meeting well, about this. We're going to have to. Big Luke, I'm going to need you to stick around after the show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Number three, am I deaf? How did you feel about that one? Uh, well, the first thing I heard is that this is a Skiba-led like I could see Skiba popping right in there, doing these exact vocals. Really? Yeah, I could. This is a Skiba Blink track, which means I thought you would have hated if that was what you heard. I didn't hear that at all. But I, again, I've I've only listened to one Skiba Blink record, so I mean, there is only two. Yeah, and I didn't like the one I listened to. So people say nine's better. I liked California a lot, but people say nine's better. I didn't like California. Am I deaf? here is another example of how Feldman can write something to be Mm -hmm. poppy when it shouldn't, because he honestly just says shit five times. I love (laughs) And and how do you not love that? It sounds super poppy, like super poppy shit, 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 shit. I want to know. Okay. The first thing I want to know before I ask Lucas a question about this track, Mm -hmm. the first thing I want to know is I've never once in my life saw the who the dead Kennedys and black flag as contemporaries. Like that doesn't seem right to me at all. I think he's showing his age there. But I feel like, but one of them feels way older than the other two. Right. But a lot of people have considered the Who like proto-punk, like we've talked about. They came through with this attitude and this energy in their music that a lot of older punks latched onto and helped build the idea of punk. I've heard people consider Who the first punk band. I'm not going to argue because I don't know enough about the who, but my other question is Scott, when when you're listening to this, I, Mm -hmm. you relate to this in real time. Like you relate to this as it's being said. Yeah. The the question I want to ask you Lucas is when you listen to this, do you relate to this because you don't connect with the modern pop music? Like that's why you connect to this track.
1: Oh yes. Very much.
0: Yeah. Like you're not listening to the Drakes and you're not listening to what's huge on the radio. That's why you relate to this track that I would have too.
1: I'm probably like the least knowledgeable person of what's happening now today in school. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, that's fair. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I only got heavy, heavy into like the pop pop music, like the, the Billboard pop music, probably like five years ago. I've liked big hits here and there, but like keeping track of seeing what's up there, it's only recently. So I don't blame you at all because it is, it's easier to just enjoy what you enjoy.
1: <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs>
0: It's much, it's especially easier. when you have the the availability of so much music in this house.
1: Yeah, I do have a quite a
0: bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just—I mean, it's just, he, he doesn't let you touch his stuff, though. I understand. Well, no, right? he
1: can ask no. for it.
0: That's he why you have your own Hamilton because he didn't want you touching his. I get it. <laughs> I get it. it. You—you've made it abundantly clear, Scott. You will slap his hands if he gets anywhere near <laughs> your stuff. You've made one hundred percent grounded for life. I, I think this track is great. The na na na's at the end are perfectly fit into I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of am deaf this is actually a re-recorded version of this song okay it was originally recorded in 2013 with charlie Paulsing, kelly lemieux and darren pfeiffer so two of the other original members of the band next up we got tijuana sunrise tijuana sunrise very reggae tempoed ska track yeah like, for we've sure talked, we've talked about how the tempo of ska versus reggae and how the similarities they have there This is a great drinking track. If I drank, this would be a perfect like bottom of the bottom of the bottle track. Like this, you put this thing on bottom of the bottle, hammer it down, good to go. Seeing as that I don't drink, I see it as like a weird Luau song. And then I also, (laughs) if I if I think too much about it, I get annoyed at the at the drunk people who would be listening to this while I was. Yeah, this is not one of my favorites off the record. Really, I think it's a good track. I just don't. It's 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 just not for me.
1: Oh well. (laughs)
0: is it one of your favorites lucas
1: i mean it's not my favorite one but it's not bad
0: i'm not saying it's bad it's just like i could skip it it's fine yeah no let me let me put it out there i don't think there's a bad track on here and that has a lot to do with john feldman i don't i don't know if john feldman can put out a bad track just because he knows how to write music there's at least two i could cut from this record and be happy i think i'm good Honestly, oh, yeah. I I I don't I wouldn't shave this thing at all. I'm good all with it. Right. Every, every one of these tracks does what it needs to do for me to keep it on the record. So moving on to Put the Knife Away. Yep. Feels like another track that Blink passed on to me, and that means it's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> if a track's written for Blink-182, it's going to sound great anyway, because I love Blink-182 sound.
1: I'm not sure, but I think this is the first one I listened to when you uh, showed me this record.
0: Yeah, I definitely have memories from for this track. This is the first punk rock song I ever heard you do karaoke to. That's huge. That's <laughs> yeah. a big one. Yeah. yeah. We yep. were at... Uh,
1: Hillary's house.
0: Miss Hillary. Yeah. And she put this... I think she asked you what you wanted to listen to. And I think you said this. And she happened to have a microphone that attached to the TV somehow. And you rocked out so hard it was crazy like double fisting the microphone screaming into (laughs) it jumping up and down and like the age of 10
1: (laughs) yeah i kind of remember that
0: scott what was your first punk rock karaoke song my first punk rock karaoke song i have no idea couldn't tell you probably bad religion okay or i'm the one by the descendants that's probably it would my first one i don't know I've never done karaoke, but I did cover some songs in a band. Does that count? Sure. I mean, it's not official it karaoke. Be. It's just yeah. the first ones that uh, I would have sang out loud. It's probably Unknown Soldier by the Casualties. There you that's go. a big one. If not that, it's probably Die for the Government, Anti-Flag. Yep, that's a good one. Those are the two big ones for me. Yeah. I don't know if I was ever double fist in a microphone. Nope, definitely was. <laughs> definitely was. <laughs> There, there's a video out there. I, I have no idea where it is. It might be gone forever because it was on MySpace. I have at least a picture of him doing karaoke from this night somewhere. I'd ha- I have to find it, but well, find that, post it on the interwebs. I'll um, <laughs> see if I can. I, I have like obviously ca- camo cargo pants on because of course. Let's be honest. I had an Azalea dying slim fit medium t-shirt. I was should have worn should have had a large on and. <laughs> like a high ponytail man i was doing too wow i was just doing too much you were doing it i i wish i could find that and it's in like a it's in a basement the whole video is in a basement it's not great and nobody (laughs) would do the woes with me so there's no woes it's just me doing it's just me doing the harsh vocals all right this isn't a casualties cast or a karaoke cast so (laughs) let's get into don't let me go let's do it i need to walk you through this one you ready sure first off sending out another sos such a simple great opening reminds mm-hmm. me of police a little bit or is, is that that's police right that's not sting solo no that's um that's police i'm pretty sure Police. okay so remove the horns all right take the horns away take them out and add in some dark brooding strings kind of behind it like a cello um maybe just some some more some darker guitar underneath. okay all right and, and it's a fucking used song yeah, it very well, yes, it very well could be. Burt would absolutely destroy these vocals. Oh, yeah. The Don't Let Me Go actually has that inflection that I feel like Feldman wrote for Bert on the last record. Right. Like, it's it's such... I want to hear them cover this so bad. I think <laughs> that they would destroy this. I love it. I love this track a lot. It's another one that's great. This one is featuring Takahiro Moriuchi from One Okay Rock. Okay solid yeah that must be one of those connections that Feldman formed.
1: <laughs> okay real quick what does sos actually stand for
0: save, save our, our ship yep. save our ship not souls where'd i get souls <laughs> no idea save our ship it's a naval term okay and yep. it just got adopted by castaways to write out burning on islands on islands yeah are you sure it doesn't mean save our soul in that context I it very could well be, but uh, it's it's I'm pretty sure it's save our ship. I think that's where it got its origin from. Looking it up, yep, it's 100% save our ship, yep. because yeah, because uh, from Morse code sos save our ship.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Moving on to Beacon. The one I get messed up with a million miles.
0: Yes, the one you get confused with. This just sounds like an Alkaline Trio track for me. I don't know if that's because it sounds like a Skiba vocal, but even the music sounds more Alkaline Trio to me. Here's the thing I have with this track. On the second verse, it sounds like Skiba singing. Yeah, it does. (laughs) But there's no feature. There's no guest like vocal on that song anywhere that I looked up. I looked up probably seven different websites trying to figure out who does this second vocal. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere. It must just be Feldman doing his best impression of Skiba. How can, <laughs> but it sounds so different. Yeah, it does. It is it, wild. It is weird. Yeah. I have written down here specifically, and I don't, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why this is down here. This note was done a while ago. Sure. It says I would have been heavy into this track at Lucas's age. And I don't know why. What's what is the what is the lyrical content of this one that I would have been heavy into it at your age, Lucas?
1: Uh, at
0: his age, I have no idea. But like for me, like you're my beacon leading home. Man, that's huge. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's the wh- where do I fit in? How do I get home? From oh yeah, you? I where just, do I fit? In? just not knowing what to do and always feeling uncomfortable and not knowing where that I would actually fit in or where yeah. i be comfortable. That is what, I mean, don't get me wrong. Lucas, you and I have very different, uh, upbringings, very different. So <laughs> the fact that you have a, a, a comfortable, I'm hoping you feel comfortable and safe in your home. Oh yeah. That makes things a lot easier. That makes the things a lot easier. But I think that's probably where it is. is There were songs like that that I used to listen to. And it it was just that, like, where where do I feel comfortable? Where where can I fit in? I just don't know what to do.
1: Yep. I feel very comfortable in my home. You don't have to lie. Your dad's on here. I get it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to Who's Laughing Now. The singing cadence at the beginning, like the cadence that he has, is so pleasing to me. I will take it 20 out of 20 times. Feldman is unreal. I really don't understand. Every aspect of this track is expertly written and arranged. Like there is not anything out of place. It feels like it feels like you're sliding into a bed that was made at a hotel. it's just it's so <laughs> it's so tight, precise, corners down, corners under. It yeah. is flawless in its arrangement. I love this song. It's an earworm, too. It'll stick with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll be humming this out of nowhere in the middle of the day. Yeah,
1: 100%. Every time I hear this song, I play a movie in my head. I don't know how, but like, I okay. always get like the sense of t- two gangs fi- fighting each other that used to be friends. Oh, okay. You
0: get West Side Story in your head listening to this song.
1: Not exactly. <laughs> you're not dancing exactly. around, snapping.
0: <laughs> you need to know. If you're a jet, you're a you're jet, jet all, all the way.
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I should have known that was coming.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, So next up, we have Say It Out Loud. I don't use this term a lot. Maybe I do. Every time I preface something, it's always wrong anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This thing's a pop masterpiece. This thing should be in a museum explaining how pop songs should be written. This definitely sounds like a band that passed on it, but I don't know which one. How are you saying these things about these songs with horns? There are these like whistles underneath the riff at moments that it's such a small thing, but things like that is what turns great songs into amazing songs. You shat all over less than Jake for having goofy horns. They were silly, goofy horns. What do you, you want from me here? What are you listening to on this track that doesn't These give you silly, goofy horns on this one? and goofy. These fit. These oh fit my gosh! Them. On the less than Jake, he was wow. doing some some sad, woe is me bullshit while there's silly horns wow. going in the background. A lot of these, the horns are helping and making the upbeatness of the track. I never heard silly horns in my life until I heard this track.
1: Honestly, (laughs) the horns is why I was scared for this one, because I honestly thought that you were going to hate this one.
0: No, this thing's great. This track's awesome. Wow.
1: It's a masterpiece. Wow. Honestly, it may come down to that whistle underneath
0: the riff. Like when I, when I, when my ear latched onto that whistle underneath the riff, I was just I was astonished because at first I thought something was going on around me. I thought I was because I had my earbuds <laughs> in. I was like, "What's that noise? What's going on?" And then I rewound it and listened to it, and I said, "That is so precise and perfect." I'm gonna be honest with you. I could not look at this track list and tell you which songs had horns and didn't have horns because they fit so well with these tracks. Speaking about the horns on this, the horn section for this record is the real big fish horns section. we have billy cottage on keyboards and trombone matt appleton on saxophone and johnny christensen aka johnny christmas on trumpet
1: all three of them
0: from real big fish wow so as i'm looking up out of this hole i dug myself that you allowed me to dig and say that these didn't sound silly you the silliest ska man the silliest man in the history of the planet (laughs) 100 percent all right, well, I stepped in it, I guess. I, guess uh, <laughs> I have no way to explain it. We're at another we're at another one of those fork in the road where I'm a hypocrite and I have no way to explain it. So. Exactly. <laughs> I just had to throw it at you, though. I'm, I'm a musical hypocrite. We've established that a long time ago. <laughs> we're going to just power on through it to the next song. Orthodontist Girl featuring Josh Dunn of the 21 Pilots on drums.
1: How many drummers are there on this, on this album?
0: There's only two. Oh. There's, there's Travis Barker. Did most of the drumming, but this song features a drummer from Twenty One Pilots.
1: See, I thought there was at least three, like Goldfinger's usual uh, drummer. Then uh, they,
0: at this point, they didn't have a usual drummer. Oh, because at this point, they weren't gonna, they weren't going to put out a new record. They were just touring, so they would have a touring drummer who wasn't necessarily part of the band full time. And then Feldman had so many leftover tracks that he yep. had to put a record together. Yep. Oh, and I then do. when he did, he called upon Travis Barker, which he worked with before on Blink 182's records, and Travis jumped in. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of orthodontist girl, it's yeah. weird that Travis isn't playing the drums because this it is the like most him. this is the most old school sounding Blink 182 track on this record. Like right. this could this could slide right after uh, Dysentery Gary. Like just throw it on the <laughs> yeah. record, yeah. slide right in this is my favorite track on the record i really love this, track. this is it's, one i could cut and be thing, happy this thing is wow the perfect fun punk like pop punk This is exactly what I when i hear goldfinger and i think superman and i think of other tracks that i've heard by them yeah this fits in there perfectly like just give me the fun give me the good give me the fast give me the quick give me a little bit of a story i'll take it give, I love you, it. give I love you the love. silly goofy i love love also we know that yeah and yeah, Orthodox—it's just great. I love it. I love the writing. I love the arrangement. I love it. I love how it's played. It. This song got stuck in my head more than any track on this record. Okay. So see you around. Yeah, featuring Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eighty Two. Okay, another Clear Feldman accomplishment here. It's unreal. This song could be in a rom com tomorrow. Like they could yeah. just pick this thing and throw it in a movie tomorrow. It does give me some Forty One vibes though. Like if I heard, okay. if I heard Sum Forty One was putting out a new record and Feldman was writing on it. I'd be like, yeah, they, they didn't want this one. Did you not know that that was Mark Hoppus? No. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah. Sure didn't. I'd if Coming I'm in gonna, on the second verse. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. If it doesn't say like who's featured in songs most you don't of the pick time. It up? Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Unless it's super different. I won't pick it up. I I'm figured you'd pick it, it, it up because it was Mark. You would think. Yeah. You'd think so. That You know, one of my favorite musicians of all time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's kind of why I thought you'd pick it up, but nah. Next track we have liftoff. Yep. Featuring Nick Hexum of 311. That? All mixed up, don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm legally required to do that. You know that. Yep. And Makua Rothman on ukulele on this one. Okay. Well, Scott, I don't know if you know this about me. I both I love counting sequences in I like <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And I mean, you could even just count. You don't even have to do anything with it. Like if you just wanted to count in the middle of your lyrics, I'll I'll take it. But when you can do it and use it artistically and weave your lyrics in and out of it. Yeah. Boy, I don't know why it does something to me, but it all it all it all feels neat. Like when I'm hearing it, it feels nice, neat and straight and prepared and ready to roll. I love it. So this was excellent for me. Incredible track here. Love big. Is this another one, one you'd cut? Yes, one hundred percent. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Why this one? I can't stand Nick Hexum. Can't stand him. I hate his vocals. I hate his his phrasing. Can't stand him at all. I hate I hate three eleven. Like I really can't listen to three eleven at all. That sucks. It doesn't suck. It's fantastic. I get to keep that crap out of my life. Hold on. Hold on. Lucas, are you a big three eleven fan?
1: Uh, No, I mean for okay. the song because okay. I really like the song.
0: <laughs> okay, I just thought you were revealing to us that you have listened to nothing but Three Eleven for like the past two weeks, and you're just like, "Well, sucks to be you, Dad. I'm listening <laughs> to Three Eleven. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you got going on. The only thing I know from Three Eleven is all mixed up. And I even saw Three Eleven live. I walked out on a Three Eleven concert. They were like the second act during like a festival, so I was actually like, it was it was at the Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, too big of a venue. <laughs> and I I was, like, in line to get some merch or something, and they were playing on the TV. Like, uh, I wasn't near the, where they are, because I didn't care. I did not care. They were the headliners of a show that Incubus was an opener for. Oh, wow. What year was that? 95? 99. That feels wrong. That was That's when uh, Make Yourself came out. We've talked about this. The only one I really cared about was... Uh... Like Grenades like grenades which is yeah. a hot take apparently it's not my favorite but it's not since we just went through i don't know what two of your least favorite songs three of your least favorite yeah, songs. yeah let's keep album? doing let's it get, let's go to closer go to, the closer. <laughs> go to the closer mila mila personal for, for personal sake for this record i could cut this one this would be one i could cut
1: but okay i can deal with that one you could cut this one too i, I wouldn't necessarily cut it because i like all the songs on this one yeah,
0: I I like the record as is also. But if there was one that I could cut it would be this one just because I feel like there might be a little too much emotion in it. <laughs> like well, I, I mean guess... it's about his daughter so there's going to yeah, be Yeah, and I get that. And that's the thing. There's certain songs. You don't you don't come across them a lot where it has the feeling of reality and true mm-hmm. love behind it. Like you yeah. don't hear much. Not not many writers can succeed in getting that into the song. Yeah. This one feels like Mike Miller could have wrote it. That's how much I feel these emotions. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. But it's good. But I could see Mike Miller playing this for his daughter with an acoustic guitar.
1: (laughs) I actually have a much different feeling about this song because apparently I didn't know who Mila was. Uh, I thought Mila was his girlfriend.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. In the song, he calls her his little princess. That doesn't mean much. You can call your girlfriend a little princess. I have never once called a girlfriend my little princess. I mean, that's what Tara calls me. So, well, I mean, you are a little princess. Yeah, I do what I can. I get along. I'm royalty. <laughs> what you want from here? I'm royalty.
1: Okay, I. Yeah, that was a big mistake on my part.
0: <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's understandable. You don't have you don't have that parenting thing going on yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, that doesn't automatically come to your head. It would be more of a girlfriend thought to you than uh, uh, a child. I would yeah. say it probably sounded like a girlfriend to me the first time I was listening, just like base level. Mm-hmm. But then I, yeah, I definitely felt I was like, oh, these are this is these aren't words that you <laughs> this is not this is not how you talk to that. Yeah. <laughs> this is not how you would <laughs> talk to your significant other. This seems strange. Yeah, I think the main thing was you changed my life for the better. I think that's yeah. what it was. I guess, I guess that could be also a girlfriend, but that could be a that, girlfriend thing. That exact phrase is used a lot for having kids. I think yeah. that's probably just what did it for me. Is that yep. it, Lu, you? Don't have the cultural literacy currently, Lucas. That that is the first thing that pops in your head, which might be a good thing. Uh yeah. You don't need it yet. <laughs> you don't need it. You're still a kid. So yeah, that's the record. We finished that's it. Record. That's the record. That's oh, that's, that's the 13 tracks. Yeah, Mila's the closer. Oh, that was quick. So, uh, Brand. Top three. Top three. Uh, Scott, you want to just send me over your list of your bottom three, and then I can <laughs> put it up there. Probably, but let's uh, let's hear it. I already said my favorite track on the album was Orthodontist Girl. Yes, yes, yeah. Orthodontist Girl. Love it. I love it so much. That's number one. Sure. Uh, number two, Lift Off. Just because I love counting. Yeah. I love can't yeah. can't beat the counting. And then probably say it out loud. I'll probably give it to saying out say it out loud for number three. Big fan of that song. Lucas, what's your top three?
1: Uh, I actually am uh, taking a page out of your book, Dad.
0: You son uh, of a bitch!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a top four.
0: There it is. Yeah, man, That's my I, son. Must run in the blood. <laughs> that is my son.
1: Two of them are tied because I feel like I kind of need to put one in.
0: Well, hit us! Hit us with your number four.
1: My number four is probably put the knife away. Like I said earlier, this is the one that I feel like this is the first one I listen to yep so that's why i had to put this one in okay my number three is liftoff
0: okay yeah Yeah. both Both suck it scott both of you
1: ranked one i would (laughs) love
0: it suck it scott you lose you're out on this one bud yeah i am overruled
1: yeah i really just like the counting (laughs) wow
0: we're in doors shut on you scooter that's it oh you son (laughs) of a bitch
1: my number two is got to be say it out loud.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: I just really like the feeling of, like, it fe- feels like someone says something behind your back and you get really pissed off about it and you just want to have them say it to your face.
0: Yeah. Real quick, Lucas, before you continue, what do you said about getting pissed off of this? Do you, do you listen to, like, is this the most aggressive music you listen to? Uh...
1: Or is there something else
0: you listen to that's, like, more aggressive and heavier? He doesn't really.
1: I don't listen to heavy metal that much.
0: No, I get that. I just because when I hear a lot of this, there's no anger in it for me just because I have that other outlet of much heavier music. So I'm just I'm just interested in how you saw this as as angry. That's all. I was just interested in it. That's that's the only reason I am.
1: Yeah, this is probably the heaviest one I listen to. Okay, He doesn't listen, listen.
0: to super heavy stuff. I, yeah. I mean, I was I, 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 I think like, I knew that mostly. I've tried.
1: Yeah.
0: I've tried getting him to listen to heavy stuff. He just doesn't get into it.
1: The the thing is I just don't understand what they're saying when they scream. Yeah, <laughs> you you have to
0: want to. Like it's an acquired ear. It took yeah. me, like, when you listen to it enough, then you just start to understand, oh, this is how this word is said. And you just you start to figure it out. I'm going to be honest with you, though. There are some bands I listen to I still don't understand. But for some reason, <laughs> I love it. It just works. <laughs> I love it.
1: My number one is Who's Laughing Now. Okay. that Like I said earlier, it, like, paints a movie in my head. And that, like, I just go, every time I hear it, I go through that whole movie. And that's why I really like this. Gotcha.
0: No wrong answers. There's no nope. There's no wrong answers here. Unless, hey, except for Liftoff. You're, you're Scott. He thinks it's Liftoff, but you got schooled because it's two, two versions. I think wrong. your
1: answer is wrong, guy.
0: It might be. So what's, what's your top three, Scott? Let me guess. Top seven? What do you got? Top four. <laughs> top four. Like my son.
1: Yay. My
0: number four is Am I Deaf? I feel right. that one way so much. Okay. If, if I was doing the Muck and Ostrom thing here, yeah, that'd be, my, <laughs> that'd be my number four. I like that track a lot, too. Uh, number three is Beacon. Big big fan. Definitely get the love vibes from that one. You're my beacon, lead- leading home is kind of a that's potent. And then my number two is See You Around. Okay. Uh, I love the Mark Hoppus feature on it. Are we gonna cover the entire track list with our tops? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> my number one though is Put the Knife Away. Okay. So your number one says number three. Yeah, my or number four. one. Uh, my number one is number one because I have that video of him okay. rocking that, that,
1: out. That checks out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that
1: that that's a good reason.
0: It's so I just watched that video again and uh it like I'm beaming with pride. It it's so fun. I can't wait to watch it. I'm excited. Brand Goldfinger the knife 2017 release thrown own phone or grown. Grown or grown. It's a definite own. Without a definite a own. Definite own. Yay. I I can't thrown it because I do like a lot of other Goldfinger tracks. Sure. Okay, that's that's fair. But I don't, I, th- I think John Feldman has just become a better songwriter. So those, they might not be better songs. So it, it could end up being a throne if I go and listen to more Goldfinger. Oh man, it, it's going to have a hard time competing with those first two records. But you're not listening the way I am now with John. Because yeah. I'm listening through John Feldman's writing is what I'm listening to. essentially. Yeah, That and first Goldfinger record though is unbeatable. John Feldman being as good as he is makes me wonder that if any musician that ever wanted to be, do what he does, all they would have to do is buckle down and study. I honestly yeah. feel that. Yeah. I feel like he just studied music so heavily that he knows exactly what to do. Well, he just threw himself into a whole bunch of different music too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an own. So Fantastic. big Luke, you're still bad in a thousand. Bad in a thousand. Yeah. Still bad <laughs> a thousand. Now, did you, did you expect me to like this or did you expect me to dislike it?
1: I expected you to hate it because of the horns.
0: Okay, oh, yeah. see I he he did, thought did because you, it was ska you would hate it. I barely call it ska. There's ska elements in it. I think yeah. I think I think that's what I that's what does it is I can deal with some ska elements, but a ska record, at least at least the one you brought me didn't do it for me.
1: Yeah, because isn't it considered ska punk?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, I can yeah.
0: I enjoy this record a lot though. If you could remember. Which one did you were you think i was going to hate more the weezer record or this record
1: this record definitely wow that's
0: wild well because you you had such a visceral reaction to less than jake i think i guess yeah Yeah. that's that's why even when i think of goldfinger now i don't think ska i think skate punk and that might be the division in my head that does it because when i think less than jake that's ska Like, that's in my head, that is that is that's a ska band. When I think real big fish, when I think street like manifesto, those are ska bands. But in my head, Goldfinger is not one. So maybe that helps. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, probably. But that isn't all that we were listening to this week. Definitely not. Month. Um, Right. (laughs) uh, I need one of your records of the week. Play rock, paper, scissors. I don't care what you got to do. I just need a record a week off one of you guys right now. Go for it, bud. All
1: right. My record of the week is actually one that you guys went over. Okay, Acacia Strain, Worm, bringing nice. it back. Nice, nice. It's the one of um, year's greatest generation. Okay, yeah, uh,
0: that's a great record. It is. Is that soupy? It is soupy. That son <laughs> of a bitch.
1: Comic.
0: <laughs> <That> son <laughs> of a bitch tricked me again.
1: Yeah, I just really like the first uh, four songs. Yeah, first four songs. Those are. I mean, I mean, I like the other songs. Yeah, I, I really do. But the first four really get to me for some reason.
0: I have a feeling more songs will get to you the more that album's in your life. And
1: like the, the longer, longer th- you get. No, th- that, That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. The
0: longer that you are listening to that record, like, year-wise, it'll change the way you hear that record. Like, I have records like that. Like, Scott, we've talked about it, that. And like the Beagle Club record. Is yep. that for me? 100%. Every single time I revisit it, it feels different. And I'm hearing different things. And, like analyzing things differently. I think that's what that Wonder Years record is going to do for you, Lucas, yeah. if it can, if it maintains within your rotation. And the further yeah, you go in the Wonder yeah, Years really. discography, too. Like, if you go further after uh, The Greatest you Generation... Can, you, can, you can stick right there. It's fine. It's enough. Um,
1: you really <laughs> don't have to. <laughs> Brandon doesn't know what he's talking
0: about because he hasn't heard any, but... I haven't. I haven't.
1: Yeah, this one already kind of has, because at first I wasn't really crazy about dismantling Summer, but oh. then when I actually listened to the episode that you guys put out and I heard my dad say that the orange bottles on the windowsill part. When I actually listened to it more carefully, it actually popped out. And I really just like, like that a lot.
0: Yeah. You developed a connection to that song through one particular thing. That's going to happen. The more you listen to that record, you're going to find different things to connect with. And it's, yeah, that's a great record to grow with, man. That's, that's that's a fucking hell of a record. I love that record. It really is. Yep. Scott, what's your record of the week? Uh, my record of the week comes via you, via me. Uh, oh. You sent me uh, you playing the vinyl that I let you know there was a sale from that record company. Bobby's or not what oh. I'm looking for. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it, that, that came from the $1 tiny dragon record label sale they did on Bandcamp. Mm. You picked it up, I didn't. And man... I love that thing. It is the perfect mixture of Spanish love songs. And, uh, Oh man, why can't I have uh, Jeff Rosenstock? I I liked it a lot. Yeah. His voice. There's just something a little off for me about it. His voice doesn't work perfect for me, but I didn't want to throw it. I didn't want to throw it at you as a way. Like, Hey, you'll love this. I just sent it because I figured if you would hear it, you'd love it. Oh yeah. I love it. I I ordered it like I it's, liked a, it's it. coming yeah i liked it a lot it was just one of those things where i was like yeah it, it, his voice is just a little off i don't that, know if, if it's tone or something but there's something off for me that 400 dollars track is amazing it's it's pretty good it's pretty I good it. it's it surprised me i wasn't expecting it yeah super good i really really enjoyed it what were you listening to this week my record of the week and i don't know why i do this to myself i always pick ones that i'm gonna mispronounce every time <laughs> I'm listening through two alphabetical lists. One of bands, one of rappers. I don't know if I've talked about that on here before. but I might have. So I came across this this band, Abiotic. Abiotic. A-Biotic? Yeah, you, A-Biotic? Sent me, you, you sent me. You sent me one of those. And the record is Ikigai. A- yeah, I- I- K- I- G- A- I, Ikigai. Yeah. And this thing. I haven't had a metal release hit me the way this thing's done in probably, like, six or seven years. Yeah, it's like awesome. This, it, it is fantastic. I, I, I go in with most of these with no expectations. Right. And e- seeing this cover, though, I kind of had a little bit of an expectation because it's I like a worried. samurai. Yeah, yeah like, I, I like, thought I wouldn't get the lyrics at all. Yeah, I thought it would be, like, Japanese. Yeah, I thought it, so, it too. Is, it is not. I thought I was going to get, like... Trivium Shogun from it, mm-hmm. just because yep. it's the same kind of situation. Yeah, I was the same way when you sent it to me. They are from Miami, actually. Which, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I thought they were from California, but yeah, from from Miami. Yeah, from Miami. The record blew my mind. It's from 2021. I wish I didn't miss it because yeah. I went looking. I went looking for some vinyl, and it's not awesome. No, <laughs> so it is expensive, the, and they're mo- mostly imports, which is even yeah. more of a bummer. Yeah, but yeah, I loved it. I, I, it blew my mind. It might be my highest-rated album I've listened to this year so far. It's super it's, good. It's, it's really really good. good it
1: was. Yeah, adding to the how expensive vinyl is. When we were on vacation this year, I actually got my first Blink One Eighty Two record, and when it was like thirty-five bucks. <laughs>
0: Which and, one? Which record?
1: Uh, Enema. Yeah, Enema.
0: Wow. Yeah, you've definitely heard the words. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to worry about my yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about my language at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening Enema, we're good. We got nothing. Got nothing there. Yeah, yeah grandma, and grandma had a bit of an opinion about that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember how you said that 35 bucks was a good price for that one. Yep. Which yeah. I thought was absolutely insane.
0: And you still bought it. Yep. <laughs> hey, it's a gray air cadone. It perfect. sure is. So the only thing that's left yeah. is to give you a record for next week. Let me know. I'm curious. So I was going to play a game. Initially. Oh, we're playing a game. But you and I aren't gonna play a game. Oh we're not this playing a game. this way, I'm not getting blamed. You're you can't blame oh. yourself. You're gonna have to blame the boy. If oh wait, the what? boy's playing a game. So all I want you to do is choose a number between one and thirty. Ooh. That's it. One and thirty. Yeah. One and thirty. One whatever, and thirty. What, whatever number, doesn't matter. Just choose it. Pick correctly. Okay.
1: Well, I gotta go with my favorite number, which is seven.
0: Seven, Seven. So, an, so an odd number because that's all I was doing. It was oh, even odds are evens. Because I had oh, two okay. records that I was gonna give you. Here we go. So and both of them were ones that you know, I'm sure you guys are gonna sit around and listen to as a family. Um oh, I'm sure that's not happening now. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I have been wanting to bring you this, an actual record from this dude for a while. Okay. There you you've tried a record from this dude and Ooh. didn't like it. Oh no. Did not like it. And I had a toss-up of two different records to bring you. I'm not going to bring you his first record. Okay. Well, his first major label record. Whatever. We'll talk about that on the episode. Sure. I'm going to bring you the album I Am Greater Than I Was by 21 Savage. Oh, okay. I Am Greater Than I Was.
1: Oh, so like the crocodile sign. Yes. Yes. That's what I learned in math.
0: Yeah. So just know that you gave your dad this record. And okay, and if he hates
1: it, it's my fault.
0: Yeah, it's definitely your fault.
1: <laughs> but if he loves it, you're welcome, Brendan. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he will,
0: but <laughs> but I'm hoping for a better situation than what we had before. If nothing else, what we're gonna get out of this, and I'll even say this here: if we get nothing else out of this, yeah, there's some features on here of people that I've been wanting to test out. Oh, okay. So I'll at least get a little bit of an idea about them. Gotcha. Because I could have brought you his first record, which I guess I'll spoil this here. Zero features. Zero features on the first record. But on this one, we have a ton of features. features. On this one, it's 15 tracks, I think. And I'm going to say 12 or 13 of them have a feature. Oh, dang. All right. Gang of features. There's also there's some features you will enjoy also. Okay. Yeah. 21 Savage. I am greater than I was. Can't wait to get into this one. Um, yeah, just know that both of these records were ones that you that you guys are going to sit around as a family and listen to. You know, you're going to sit around listen to Twenty One Savage. Oh, Or sure. if you would have if you would have chosen an even number, it would have been. No, I'm going to hold on no. to it. Hold on. That'll that'll be your next record. Yeah, big surprise. That'll be your next record. So I am better than I was next week. All right, uh, Lucas. Happy birthday! Happy Thank birthday, you, bud. Thank you for joining us here. I really appreciate you doing this and working out the kinks and allowing your dad to scream at you about your headphones being plugged in. <laughs> and you're you're still batting a thousand, so I'm excited for next year. Yes. <laughs> uh, We're gonna like come up that, with man, something honestly. I, I have
1: no idea what I'm gonna bring you next year. Well, I, next we we got a whole, whole year, other year, year. year away.
0: We got a whole year away. You might be listening to like jazz fusion by next year. We don't know what you're gonna be. doing. Oh, I love it. Let's next do that. You love it. There's no way you love it. Jazz fusion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, buddy. You let's. You can't. Gonna, you can't say you love jazz fusion as a whole. You we're going to throw you a Jeff Beck record. Rest in peace, Big Luke. you Anything else before we go? Uh,
1: not really. All right, that's
0: fair. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for being on the show, bud.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Happy love birthday. You. Thank you. Happy birthday. Your dad said he loves you. Say it back, or he'll feel like he's not loved.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. I don't. I didn't hear. I love oh, you. Too.
0: He, he just
1: said, I don't. <laughs> he said, I don't. He said, I don't.
0: It. Are you listening? We're done. Are you Start listening? <laughs> <laughs> Follow are us on Twitter. Listening? Follow us on Twitter at AOLpod. Follow us on Instagram at AOLpod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod.gmo.com. Join the Facebook group. Like, with the show notes. Listen to all the Joy Road Media podcasts. All Lucas, the things. genuinely, happy birthday. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Said it 10 times. Appreciate you. Appreciate your dad. Appreciate um, you. I'm very happy that you I do to have the relationship that you do. Me too. Me too. Are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? I think it's funny that you think T-Pain is a huge feature. If I call him fucking gold member one more time. Well, I mean, you are a little princess. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I don't know why we're talking to each other like we're arguing, because I think we're all on the same page. Doors shut on you, Scooter. These are manhorns. You're not grounded. You're a good kid. I love you. Lucas, genuinely, happy birthday. Thank you for joining us. Said it 10 times. Appreciate you. Appreciate your dad. I'm very happy that you two have the relationship that you do.
1: Lucas, happy birthday. Happy birthday, bud. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.